We are your hosts, our Mary, Dr. Nafi, and Anafai Badnar. We are here to engage, educate, and hopefully empower you. Today's episode is going to be about friendships. What are friendships? Friendships means familiar and liking of each other's mind. People who are friends talk to each other and spend time together. If the bond is very strong, they're called best friends. So this can usually be achieved by processing the elements of friendship by being kind and generous and loyal and honest. And of course, also having fun because you want to have fun with your friends. Um, so there are four core types of friendships. There's acquaintances, there's friends, there's close friends, and then there's best friends. So depending on the relationship, you would categorize people into those four um, I guess, types of friends that you have. Um, so I have one best friend who I have been friends with since we were 14 years old. I have other friends. I have acquaintances. And of course, um, I also have close friends. I would also think that I would categorize my sisters, some of my sisters as best friends. And then my husband and I have this thing that we, we do where we go into BFF mode. BFF mode is like when we want to talk to each other about certain things where there's no judgment of each other. So we go into BFF mode. For example, BFF mode for my husband and I might be like, we walk by some banging ass chick with a big booty that's just jiggling and both of us are looking at it. He'd be like, <laughs> baby, BFF mode. Damn, she bad. Like, for example, right? Mm. <laughs> and I'll be like, yes, you know, so, but of course, when it's the reverse and I see a, you know, sexy somebody <laughs> on the beach with his pecs and his muscles and I'm like, baby, BFF mode. Damn, that nigga's fine. He'd be looking at me like, really? And I'm like, oh, you can do it? When I do it, you look at me funny. So, you know, um, but we'll go a little bit later on into, you know, who and, and, and how we pick our friends and also like who we consider our, our best friends and or what I would like to call our front row, because I feel like everybody has people in their lives who they consider their front row. So, uh, Mary, I'll pass it on to you to give us your take on friends. Um, so my well, I think friendships, I think you've you've pretty much you know broken down into the four categories. But really, I would say having the best friends and all of that. But I think most of my friends, I would say I've been friends with them since, you know, we're kids kind of grew up together. And, you know, I would consider them really uh, close friends, um, obviously, um, I think at this age, obviously, I mean, I do have a best friend, but um, I consider my husband like the best, best friend um, because we share everything. He knows what's in and what's out. Um, and then obviously my sister, um, you know, that we could share. I think at this age, my point is like we all have villages and I feel like I have a village. Um, and, you know, depending on whatever's happening, that might be the right person and so on and so forth. So it could be like, you know, there's jokes that we could share. Like, I know there's a joke that, you know, every time I share with my sister, we'll be laughing entirely. Um, there's other things like if it's about family and kids might be talking to my best friend, like my girl, best friend, we've been friends since I think uh, I was nine. Um, so, you know, things like that, uh, that you could pick. But for me, the main thing is about loyalty. Um, and, you know, 
I'm very fortunate to have that. Um, I think, you know, with my best friend and I, we have that loyalty and no matter what, like we, we got each other's back and it's the same thing with my sister and the same thing with my husband that we have each other's back. And then I have really close friends that, you know, you still have a good, you know, um, time to enjoy and, and party and, and so on and so forth. So for me, I think what really matters is having a village and depending on what's, you know, where you are in, you know, in, in your life to make sure that you have somebody that could be there for that specific reason. So, yeah, I'll, I'll share to Auntie Nafi. <laughs> Auntie Nafi. How <laughs> 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 It's like you guys all mentioned, really, um, you know, what friendships are. And uh, in general, they say that, you know, friendship, it's just a relationship without, you know, expectations. Or actually, they say true friendship comes without expectation. Now, the question is, is that really true? And um, I know we've had discussions before about this. Um, So for me... I've had friends, uh, you know, as, as we get older, and I think as we evolve, sometimes, you know, our, our, our friendships change, and who our friends are also change. So um, I, I have five sisters. So they are my like first line of friends that I've developed growing up, you know, and, and still have. And outside of my family, um, I do have um, close friends or I, people that I would call my inner circle or my tribe, right? And those are friends that I've had uh, since college, um, you know, going to like medical school, people that I've, I've built close relationships with over the years. Uh, and, and I would say I, it's weird. I was never into the terminology best friend I've never growing up I could never point out to one person or people and say that's my best friend something about that word just I'm not big on it right I have close friends but I've never really referred to them as best friends um I I mean nowadays I would say that Although I have a small group of inner circle friends, I do have some somebody that I would consider my best friend. Um, and so in general friends, I would say there's different types. Like Anna had mentioned, you know, the different uh, the acquaintances and then you have like your friends and then you have your close friends and then your best friends. But also there's, there's, there's types of friends that I would say fall under three different types. And one would be, you know, someone who's a friend for a reason. We all have that. Like sometimes we have friends mm-hmm. that they're friends with you because of maybe they want, because they want to be associated, right? Or what they could get out of. Mm-hmm. So there's friends for a reason. And then there's also friends for a season, right? And then you have mm-hmm. friends for a lifetime. So friends for a season that, again, these are friends, you know, sometimes you have friendships that have expiration dates, ladies. And Hmm. that just means Hmm. that, you know what, our friendship has run, you know, it has run its course. And, you know, it was nice knowing you and you move on, you know, and that usually Hmm. comes with, you know, um, when we evolve, when we evolve, our mind, our way of thinking is different. We're in a different space in our lives. Uh, and so sometimes certain friendships are not compatible with that. And so you have to let some people go. You have to cut some ties, you know, through your journey. 
Um, so, I, I mean, for me, that's how I see friendships. But let me ask you guys a few things. I know, our you've answered it a bit by saying what are some of the things that you like in friend or, or you look for in, in, in a friendship. For me, I would say that loyalty is a big thing and um, non-judgmental, you know, is also something like when I talk to my friends about stuff, you know, or when they talk to me about stuff, I try to remove my my judgmental hat, so to speak, and just listen to them as their friend and show empathy and then and then give them advice that I would like to have back uh, from them as well. Uh, but a big a biggie for me or something that I would call a deal breaker is people who talk behind your back. I don't think that is as a friend when you go mm -hmm. back to other places and sit there and discuss your friend and talk shit about your friend. I don't consider that a friend, a good friend. I would, I don't mm -hmm. so, so for me, if there's a type of person like that, it wouldn't be something that I would, it wouldn't be a type of friendship I would like to keep. Right. Because that, oh, that, so for me, that's a, that's a deal breaker. Like if somebody that I think I'm close with goes on to, other people and share stuff that I've shared with them and talk shit behind my back. I, I don't consider that a friend. And so what, what about you, Anna? What are some of the things that you look for in, 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 in when choosing a friend? So um, first I want to go back to what you said, right? And please help me. I can't remember the last thing you said. Sometimes you have friends for a reason, mm -hmm. friends for mm -hmm. a season. Mm -hmm. And what was the last one? Friends for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. Friends for a lifetime. Okay. So I wanted to just first um, take that on because I feel like most friends for a reason are those friends that are in your life because they see that you're useful for something. Mm -hmm. Some way or another, there's something that you have or there's something that you're around that they want from you. So it's like, it's almost like friendship of utility. Mm -hmm. They know mm -hmm. that they can use you. And then mm -hmm. you talked about um, friends for a season. And most of the time, these are friendships of pleasure. And mm -hmm. friends for a season are fun. Mm -hmm. Like those are the girls that come into your life, like maybe during your clubbing days. And it's like, <laughs> they're the party animals. Amen, and you know, honey. like when you want to hit the club, you know, you can call her and she's mm -hmm. down for whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think those are very fun and short term friendships mm -hmm. where it's like, when you think back on them, all you think is the fun you had. But then when you start to unpack it, there's nothing deep there. Like y'all right. didn't share secrets. Y'all didn't mm -hmm. share traumatic experience that happened. Mm -hmm. Like you didn't look for advice from each other. It was like, just like, that's my party friend. And then of course you talked about the lifetime friends. Mm -hmm. and, th and those are the friends that we actually invest in and and mm -hmm. we, we tell them, you know, our childhood stories and some of the traumatic things that have happened to us. And they, we mm -hmm. seek advice from them because we trust them. Um, and, and when it comes to looking for friendship traits, I think what I would say are probably the top three things that make me know, okay, this is somebody that I can build soul ties mm -hmm. with. Is someone who is non-judgmental, mm -hmm. someone who is trustworthy, mm -hmm. And also someone who I know that I can, that, that can express empathy for others mm -hmm. because I, I, I feel like that's important for me. Like someone who can empathize with other people, mm -hmm. you like you, you my kind of person, mm -hmm. but like when, 
something terrible is happening people and you don't care and you're like girl i don't care that's not my business like people like that i know okay me and you the friendship can only go so far because you lack empathy and that's right. not some something that i feel like yeah i can i can overlook mm-hmm. you are married I mean, you guys pretty much covered it i mean for me the number one the number one thing would be loyalty obviously um you know mm-hmm. i like um dr nafi said um, you know, I expect that um, you, you won't talk about me, at least not in a negative way and not maliciously. Mm-hmm. I'm sure like, you know, everybody talks, you know, whatever, but not maliciously you, that you have my back, whether I'm in front of you or behind you. Um, right. You know, so I do that because that that's the same thing that I'm hoping that you expect from me as well. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that. And, and at the same time, like you said, Anna, just to make sure that there's respect and trust. And I think because, I mean, if you don't have that, sometimes you wonder, like, do you really have a friendship? If not, it's like, okay, let's just hang out. If you're around me and, um, you know, and you're my best friend, for example, and I have something going on, but I can't, like, I don't even feel like being myself. That's that's tough because if I can't be myself around you, I don't I don't consider you like my best thing. You're like, okay, we just acquaintances or we just like, you know, we, we chill partners or whatever you want to call that um, and, and put a label around that. But my true friends, like I want to feel like I can be myself and no judgments there. So that would be my cover. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So, ladies, let's get down and dirty with it. All right. All right? Throw it in. So when to friends in general because you know in our in our culture and 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 in our communities we see a lot of friends what do you all think about the idea that friends can marry each other's husbands or ex-husbands or friends who marry your extended family members husbands I will give an example for, uh, for me, for me, um, uh, I, I have an experience where I, I had a childhood friend that I was really close with, close with, and she was always, um, uh, you know, coming to my house. So knew my family quite well. And I had a cousin, a first cousin who grew up in my house. So my friend, this particular friend knows my cousin, you know, as almost my sister. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, And so fast forward, like as an adult, that friend of mine um, called me on the phone and told me that, well, I just wanted to let you know that your cousin's husband has been wanting to marry me. And, you know, and and I I don't really like him like that, but, you know, um, you know, he's interested in me, whatever. And so when she told me that, I was very taken aback because this is a good friend of mine who I, in my mind, I thought we had certain code of conducts, right? Mm-hmm. Or you know, I hold her to a st- certain standard. And so that standard was that you don't mess with my husband. You don't mess with my family's husband. And I don't do the same to you. That's just a very... Like, that's just a boundary that we don't cross as friends Mm -hmm. and family. And so I was very disappointed when she told me that she was, actually, she didn't admit that she was dating the husband, which I later come to find out that they were dating and that the husband was getting ready to marry her. 
And so I believe she called to tell me that because she knows that the marriage was happening any minute and she didn't want me to hear it out of, you know, out somewhere else. So she called to tell me that, oh, this guy is trying to marry me, but I'm not interested. But interestingly enough, a week later, they were married. Mm. So clearly you were interested. Mm -hmm. And so when that whole thing went down, in my mind, this was a really good friend of mine or somebody I considered a really good friend. And so when that happened, the friendship suffered. I pretty much cut the friendship off because in my mind, if you could do that to my cousin, who was considered almost my sister, if you could marry her husband, you wouldn't hesitate to do the same to me. Mm -hmm. That's how I see that. Mm -hmm. and, so, and so I cut that relationship off. And so I wanted to know what you all thought of those types of relationships, because we all hear where, you know, your best friend is now married to your husband or men who marry their best friend's ex-wives mm -hmm. and what you thought. Anna? So unfortunately, you know, that's a situation that sucks um, for your cousin. But at the, and it sucks for you because I feel like you're stuck in the middle because on the one hand, that's your cousin, then, then that's your right. friend. Now your friend is married to your cousin's husband. Mm. Like, what the hell? But I feel like... Um, I feel like that happens more often than people want to just, you know, Believe. accept. Mm -hmm. uh, most of the time when people cheat, and I say this all the time, they don't look far. They're going to look to cheat with their coworker. They're going to look to cheat with their wife's sister, their wife's mom, the neighbor, mm -hmm. the best friend, um, you know. So I feel like as a, as a human race, this happens in every society, in every community you go to, you hear these stories. And it has nothing to do with race and it has nothing to do with religion. That's just how we operate. And I feel like most of the time, it's because these are the people you're familiar with and familiarity breeds content. When you are you know, around your wife's best friend all the time, then you and your wife break up or maybe you had a fight with your wife and your wife's best friend is there and you confide in her. I don't know. One thing led to another and your, you know, peanuts Child fell into her vagina and it was, it's nasty. I agree. It's nasty, but it happens a lot. And, um, I just feel like sometimes we just have to, <laughs> I know y'all are not going to like this. We just have to give grace when those mm -hmm. situations happen. And it, as much as it hurts and you feel betrayed, I think sometimes you just have to step back and then come back to it to figure out what exactly happened and what led to that. Instead of like being so quick to do the cutoff, like I cut you off. You're no longer my friend. Cause you like, I feel like, because then you're going to end up cutting everybody off because no. everyone's doing something. Uh, grimy. Anna, uh, Anna, Anna, don't get Anna, me started. No. Look, look, <laughs> I'm getting, I'm sitting here itching. Like, I will go ahead. Look, I'll let you. Anna, like, okay, I will be cutting. First of all, I'll be cutting a whole lot of people. I don't care if I'll end up being the only person on earth because that's just some nasty thing. Mm -hmm. Somebody without mm -hmm. moral, ethics, values, you name it, for somebody to do that. If my friend, first of all, if my husband, let's just say my husband, has any kind of attraction to any of my friends, you you gone like it's just unbelievable like at some point i mean i'm sitting and i'm thinking my best friend's husband right now and i'm like oh my god how gross like that's my brother you know what i mean and but i, I understand mm -hmm. it people are different 
but I'm not giving grace to no one. I cut you out. I cut you, cut the husband, cut everybody that's part of that. You are out of my life. Like, I'm not even gracing nothing. And you know what I love about the whole thing? When you said, Miss Lee, with the, with, the mom, with the moms too. And I'm like, which mother-in-law now? <laughs> do you know how many times, like, do you know how many times we've heard stories, whether it's on the radio or whether it's gossip, where it's like, you know, her husband slept with her, uh, with the mother-in-law. Mm-hmm. I mean, or, on Maury. Or, and, and, and you guys, you guys, I'm being so honest. And, and this is not me picking on a certain people, but I know for a fact, my experience of living in East mm. Africa, let me tell you, it's almost like it's not even jarring to people that the father-in-law is sleeping with mm. the wife. Like, you, for example... I, I've heard this story and then I also know the people that went through it where the husband went on mission and then, you know, father-in-law drove in and was having a good time with the wife, but then the husband, the flight got canceled. So he came mm. and the wife was in the room with, with his mm. dad and he looked, and he sat in the living room and waited them to, mm. for them to finish. And it was like, Hey dad, what's up? What's up? And then daddy got in his car and left. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, this is crazy. And they're like, well, you know, things like that happen. So there's some communities where they accept it. And please forgive me to all my East African community. I'm not saying that it's acceptable for everybody, but I'm saying there's some communities where, you know what, it happens. And then for the rest of the world, it happens everywhere. Even if we, you know, berate the people that do it, we call them names, we cut them off. It happens more often they than not. They are loose. They are horse. I give it all the names. <laughs> they are trifling. <laughs> they are all of the above. And you know why they're doing that in East Africa? It's all that tap, 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 that dab, dab, whatever you taught us, whatever they be doing. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. They're just out That's there touching that. and dabbing and, you know, banging the dicks all over. That's the problem. If every... But it happens. It happens in West Africa. It happens in the U.S. It happens all over the oh, world. I oh, Mary, so I, I feel like. I mean, of course. You know. So why don't we? Why don't we take the approach of being open and receptive no. to forgiveness? Okay. No. Why don't we not make a one. conscious? No, not that no. one. Uh-uh. That one is out. No, 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 no. Oh no. I come in Mm-mm. second. Okay, you two. I can't. <laughs> I really can't. Okay, first of all, Anna, did you say <laughs> why don't we take the approach of, of acceptance sure and forgiveness forgiveness okay listen this is this is how i see things right it's just the, mm-hmm. it's just the same i feel like it's the same mentality when people say um oh all men cheat so therefore if your husband cheats just be understanding right. and try to figure out why he right. cheated at the end of the day i'm not lowering my friendship stand okay just because oh yeah you know, friends, some friends do sleep with your husband. Hail to the no. If you are that type of friend, you are gone. I don't, I'm not that desperate for friends that I would keep, you know, such ro- low mor- moral friends. That's, that's disgusting, right? We have to have a standard, an understanding, a code. There's such a thing called friendship or girl code. You do not date your girlfriend's ex or your girlfriend's like husband, like that's just, that's crazy to me. There's so many men in the world. I mean, come on now. 
So when you hear somebody say, oh, you know, this was my best friend and now I'm married to her husband. That's just that's that's I, I mean, I don't even know how what to make of that, you know, but I, I think it I think it happens a lot. And I, I actually it just recently happened in Gambia where a very well-known Gambian um, lady married her best friend's husband and they had a huge mm. wedding and people took pictures, people showed up to the wedding. I mean, the family members are aware, the family members are there. So I just feel like as much as we like to shun people who do these things, or we're thinking these are people with low morale, I feel like there's always a backstory. And I just, my attitude is this, like Shania Twain, Shania Twain and her husband did divorce. Shania Twain went to marry her best friend's husband and her best friend's husband married Shania Twain's best friend. So it's like, they just literally swapped spouses. And what I'm saying is not that it makes it okay, but because it happens so often and in every society, maybe we should be a little bit more open and receptive to forgiveness, make a conscious decision to give the people a chance to explain what led mm. to that, right? And then maybe think of a way to just deal with the, the hurt and also the, the betrayal, because yes. it definitely comes with yes. betrayal. But Nafi, for your story, right? That wasn't your best friend. So it's like, I also don't see, like, well, what is the friend, big... I don't, I never really consider my close friends best friends, you know, for all intensive purposes. In, you know, like, it, it could have been, you could, because she is a, I almost considered her my sister. You know what I mean? Like she was that kind of a friend. We went to homes. Mm -hmm. We like it, it was like we went through stuff together since you know as a, as as kids growing up, right? So there was this 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 um, understanding, or I expected a certain standard of conduct from her, just the same as she would expect from me. And so in my mind, that was broken. You know that. Mm -hmm. You know, we, it wasn't like we sat down and agreed on rules and regulations. It was just understood that this was going to be our, you know, code of conduct of friendship. And so I felt like she broke that. And, and when she broke that and the manner that she broke that in, I didn't think that it was um, the friendship was, was, was uh, mendable. I, d I don't at all. I, I don't think so. You know, I thought that. She was a different person than who I knew. And maybe I evolved. I don't know. But there was no room for friendship for us anymore. Now, does that mean that I hate her? No, I don't. I wish her well. She's still married to this man. And my cousin is still married to this man. You know what I mean? There you go. There you go. So at the end of the day, maybe, you know, this is just how it was no. supposed to happen. Oh, look, and, Anna. and they're, they're hey, all living Anna, in their look. polygamous happy no. lives. Let me come spit the manjago or something. No, it's a big in, no. I will get in there. See, let me tell you. Let me just finish this uh, the, this um, um, thought. My cousin has been with this guy for such a long time. They have children together. So maybe there's a reason she doesn't want to leave because she has children and a family with this person, right? So, so that aspect of her staying is her own reason why she stayed. My friend coming into the picture, 
wanting to stay in the picture. Uh, let me tell you something right now, the way it works, like there was some, there was some grimy shit that went down with that whole, th- uh, you know, relationship where my, my cousin does not speak to her. They don't talk at all. Like there was a whoop ass that happened. My cousin whooped her ass. <laughs> I love that. I my, love it. That's right. That is my, right. Mm-hmm. And so they don't even speak at all. Mm-hmm. And so, so for me, why would I have that kind of a relationship with a friend? I wouldn't even consider her a friend at this time. And so I, what I, if I saw her on the street, I would say hello and keep it pushing. We wouldn't be meeting up for, 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 for lunch. Let's just put it that way. You know, but I understand, Nafi. But here's my thing. My thing is, I think that that was misdirected anger. That anger that your cousin had to whoop this woman's ass should have been directed no, to no, her no, husband. No. Her husband should have received Hold the, on. Whoop ass. <laughs> the whoop ass. The whoop ass was for a different reason. The whoop ass was because my friend was mouthing off to my cousin when she came to the house. And so my sister, my cousin got up and whooped her ass. Yeah. It wasn't because she got married. Yeah. I, I understand that, but I'm telling you, like, it, she was so easily yeah. provoked because she was so upset already with the situation that even, I'm sure, even if the girl was like, oh, hey, let me give you a hug, she would have been like, bitch, and slap her because she's so upset with Anna. what's happening. But the point is, the anger should be directed I towards the what? husband. The husband should have been the one to say, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me. But I think the accountability should hold come on. to the man, not the Let woman. Let me get in here for a second. You know what I think it is? The husband initially does, did not know that this was my friend. He thought he was just having a girlfriend on the street. The husband had no idea that I knew this girl. And he's wrong exactly. for that Exactly, too. that I agree to. But what I'm saying is, besides this whole thing, Right. The husband was going out behind my 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 cousin's back, you know, dating girls on the street. That's shamed on him. Right. But my cousin yeah. was the one who knew both partners, even though my my cousin didn't know my, her husband was cheating. The husband didn't know that this girl knew me. My friend was the only person who knew both people and knew me. So she should have had better sense yeah, and said, dang, plus be the foot of the head. Hey, that's what I'm saying. That's what my friend should have said. Yeah. The husband, I got no words for him because obviously we all know how I feel about men who cheat. So that's beside the point, you know? But I had, I, I, my friend should have known better also because that was my friend. And I had these, you know, codes of conduct with her. The code of conduct my, my cousin has with her husband, and they dealt with that. That's on their own time. They dealt with that. But for me, I was very disappointed because I would not have ever done that to my friend, ever. And so when she did that to me, I was, my, I, I was, I was very, I was very um, disappointed in, in, in her. In her act. But, but again, you know, in Gambia, People are thinking more of, yo, you know what? If this person is financially stable right. and there are people behind you telling you, you better get in there and get some too. You know, you better go marry this guy. Who is Nafi? Shit, don't worry about your friendship with Nafi. You better get in there and be married and have a stable, you know, household. If right. you are listening to that, you lose your, you pretty much lose your dignity. 
and do things that you know you shouldn't be doing. You know what I mean? And wow, I mean, just thinking about it now, like just just having to restate all of that that went on between me and her. I mean, I have not seen her face to face since this happened. And this when this happened, what, like 10, 15 years ago, this happened. I still have not laid eyes on my my ex-friend. Yeah, call it an ex because you know, you know. I have not I haven't seen her. And 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 I always wondered in my mind, if I see this person, how would I act? What would I say? And I've come to the conclusion that I'm going to be cordial with her. If I see her, I'm going to say, Hey, how are you? And I wouldn't. And, and, I wouldn't. I'm done. I mean, I, I wouldn't run after her on the street saying hello. You I know wouldn't what even I mean? say hello, honey. I'll keep it moving. Here's the thing. Like, <laughs> look, uh, this is this is the real, real. Like, yeah. that's it. Once you're dirty, you're dirty, dirty. There's nothing. There's no turning back. There's nothing else. Even though God says, you know, you pray, you do all these bad things. You pray for forgiveness. There's things I forgive. I forgive myself so I can let you see you in the street and not even say hello. It's just right. for the betterment of me. And that's just yeah. what it is. So I'll just keep that moving and you keep going because it's just, you know, when once you get married, it's just another layer. I can understand when you guys are friends and you were, you know, in high school, you were dating each other's boyfriends. Okay, no biggie. Like, I don't care. College, whatever. But once you get like into that intimate matrimonial home and you're coming in as a home wrecker, like that's just on another level. I can't respect anybody like that. I just can't. Um, you coming in and 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 breaking into that, especially you know, you guys were friends, like you guys were best friends. That's different. Really you can go friend. marry anybody else. That's fine. But when you, if you were best friends, you know, the two, whatever, the the new one coming in. I don't know. I feel some sort of way right. with that. I just think it's so, just kind of nasty. This is know? what I would have. This is this is the thing. This is where my 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 train of thought is at. Let's say, for example, she dated this guy, didn't know that he was my my cousin's husband, right? That's understandable. But the moment you find out this is Nafi's brother-in-law, you need to say, dang, I can't be doing that to my friend. No way. I can't. This is way too tight for me to get into. And then you get out of that relationship. I can't fault you for dating him without knowing it was my brother-in-law, right? And when you found out, you did what was right. But the fact that you dated this married man, knowing he was married, not just that he was married, but he was one of your best friend's sister's husband. And you continue to date that man and then marry that man. You and I don't have any more friendships. Well, it might just be just a juicy dick now. Sorry. But <laughs> listen, like, listen, you know, listen. Like, eh, do I love Nafi that much to leave this thing go? I mean, you know. So, thank you, our Mary. Thank you. So I was going to say that you are giving yourself way too much you importance know, in this right. woman's life to be like, she needs to look mm. at you and mm. what a girl could for her to make a decision for her life. Because Nafi, at the end of the day, let's be honest. I don't think she did anything that was undignified. I think 
if there was anything that lacked dignity, it was him. And I also think that she went for what's best for her and for her future. And if what was best for her and for her future, especially in this context where polygamy is allowed, in this context where he actually can't get a second wife. And we all know that in Gambia, we don't do it the way it's supposed to be done in the Quran, where you're supposed to have a a chaperone and you're supposed to make your intentions known and it's supposed Mm. to be clean until you make and your wife is supposed to know that is not mm-hmm. how we do it in Gambia. Gambia, men cheat around, men have extramarital mm-hmm. affairs until they decide to marry and they marry. So I think that you're judging her too harshly. And I think judgment is not ours. At the end of the day, we have to consider what was the reason behind so the betrayal. On. So let and, me ask you a question. And I also feel like. So then my question beca- becomes if you're saying that well, she's doing what is right or what she thinks is, is, is best for her life. What if this chick were to be dating my husband and then wants to marry my husband because she's doing what's best for her? I'll come Africa. and cut her. Call but, me. But I'll I, come cut that bitch. I should be just like understanding of that because she's just doing what is best for her life. By being best Yeah, but I think I think now we're getting I think now we're getting into you know, we're, we're getting into like fictitious scenarios. What really happened was that it, it wasn't your been. husband. It was your husband. It could have been husband. my husband, Anna. I, I understand that. But at the same time, it wasn't, right? It was your cousin's husband. And I think that she felt like she did what was best for her. When you look at the situation today, Nafi, if the situation was so terrible for your cousin, your cousin mm-hmm. never left. And your cousin is dealing with whatever mm-hmm. she's dealing with behind closed doors mm-hmm. with her husband. She's accepted this mm-hmm. new woman and they, they're still forging along and they have a polygamous marriage and a family and it's still moving forward, right? So put Janghabi. She did what she wanted to do. And Nafi, I don't feel like she did anything to you. Instead, she did something for her. So you want her to just sit here and just no, be lumber? No, you want to be lumber. Because you find another man for her. Wouldn't agree. Thank you. Let's, find let's another man for you. Because this one is pissing me off. And I'm using vulgar language that I don't want to use right now. Like, I'm like, why am I cussing here? Like, why am I so bothered by this thing? Calling her a B word and all of that. Let's move on to this one because this one is pissing me off. Because I'm thinking about all these things, and no, mm-mm. give and me another question, Nafi. Give, Anna, me, give me something I'll else. Give you all another question. Please give me a lighter note. Tell me she hasn't done anything to me. If you hurt my family, you do hurt me, Anna. And she hurt my family. That's the bottom line. So, so she essentially she did do something to me. Because she hurt somebody that I love. And this is somebody who I considered a very close friend. So she might not have taken my husband, but she definitely did something to me indirectly because she hurt my family. So therefore she hurt me. So she can can justify it however she wants to. That's okay. It is her life. She can make these decisions. But what I say is that she's no longer going to be my friend. And I have a power to make that decision. And that's what I did. Point blank period. Now, next question. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Point blank period. Because, yeah. I'm telling you, I'm sitting here scratching my body. Like, okay. 
<laughs> Anna, I mean, you, so I'm telling you, I love the hippiness of Anna. She is all. Mm -hmm. Let her be all hippie till the right. This, this trifling calling me shaking. And guess what? This girl like my husband. Let me call. Call me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys. I just feel like sometimes we're so harsh on people, and we don't really know the backstory. And I just feel like sometimes we just need to lead with grace and communicate, and also practice forgiveness. At the end of the day, like they're living their lives. How it happened was messy in the beginning. She lost a friend in Nafi. Yes, but today she's she's married. She's got babies. Mm -hmm. She's got a family, and she's moving on with her life. And Nafi's moving mm -hmm. on with her life as well. So it's like. You know, you know, I get that. I get that. I'm all about. I agree. I'm all about forgiving. I'm all about moving on. I'm big on that. Mm -hmm. But there's certain things mm -hmm. that are just so dirty. Mm -hmm. Like I can, I can understand you standing here cussing me out, cuss my mama out. I let that go. But there's things that are just so dirty, and for me, that is dirty. Yeah, mm -hmm. that is very dirty. I'm mm -hmm. not saying like if you didn't know. Like for example. If she did not know that the guy is right. Nafi's cousin or whatever, mm -hmm. I could understand that. And you already in too deep. I can understand that. Like you may not be like like Nafi, I love you, but I love this guy too much. Like mm -hmm. and that's it. You know what I mean? I can understand all that. But if you were, you know, coming into the home, like this thing happened in Raleigh. Like I'll never forget this thing where some lady, um, uh, uh, I don't know, was going through a divorce or whatever. Came to the house. The the um, I don't know. If, I think she was um, cousins with the with the guy, or whatever. So the wife took took her in, come into the house, be like, you know, you've gone through all this, come and stay. Next thing you know, they sleeping together. Next thing you know, they got married. Like for me, that's just nasty. That is just low down nasty. It doesn't matter. There's no way with everything going on. Like I say hi to her when I see her because I don't know like that. But there's no like. I always think that in the back of my head. Every time I see her, I think that, oh, you the husband snatcher. Because you went into somebody's house, opened the doors for you, that comes in, chill and all that. And then you ended up taking the girl, the, the woman's husband. Like, that's just nasty. Like, how do you how do you get over that? I, I can't. Well, I here, here, let me just say one thing. And I know y'all are going to jump on me too. But what I have to say about that is you cannot snatch nobody's husband. Mm -hmm. He left. He I left his that. wife for this for woman. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. So I feel like sometimes also it's all in the language and it's all how we phrase it. So then, you know, it all becomes about the woman and not about the man. The accountability stays with the man because this woman came into your house while you were married with a, with a wife. And then you left your wife mm -hmm. to go be with her. You he are a trifling I agree. I, I definitely agree. He's a big trifling nigga. But, but it doesn't change the fact that she's a big trifling hoe. Right. Like that doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> change that. Like the guy is a whole nother level of assholes. I'm not talking about that. Right. I mean, the thing is, you, you're probably going to continue on that trend anyway. You've tasted it. It's easy. You're mm -hmm. going to keep doing it. So I'm not doubting that. I'm talking about right here, girl code. The friendship, right. The friendship code. Mm -hmm. And even though they were not friends, this lady was not even friends. It's the guy's cousin. You know, those distance mm -hmm. cousin, whatever. That's the guy's cousin, family, whatever. And brought into the home and say, oh, it's my cousin. Obviously, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, your cousin, no problem. But you're sitting there sleeping with your cousin. Mm. Mm. Girl, that's heavy. <laughs> heavy on loading. I mean, it's just. 
you know, I, and I, I understand, like, I get that it, it, it happens. I'm not doubting like that, but it doesn't make it right. And right. I know we're talking about, I'm just saying for me, I don't accept that. And I'm sure some women are like me. And then some women are like, and I'm like, you know, so, okay, you know, uh, uh, if you come, I'll just take it. And that's them. But doesn't mean I got to hang out with that. That is not my friend. For me, if we're talking about friendships, mm-hmm. that is not my friend. I don't want to be associated with that friend. That is not my friend. Because mm-hmm. you knew going into so it. I, so I think we, we should touch on girl code. Because we throw out this mm-hmm. word, girl code, girl code, and you know, what are, what are the rules when it comes to, you know, um, right. girl code and, and, and the rules of being a woman, especially with mm-hmm. regards to dating. First, you, the first thing you hear, it's stuff like you can't date your mm-hmm. friend's ex. So what are, what's your take okay. on that? Do you, what do you ladies think about dating a friend's All right. ex? So, ex-husband or ex-boyfriend? Right. See, I think husband is another level. Right. Right. I think I, mm-hmm. I, I would mm-hmm. say that husband it's a no. Ex-boyfriend, I don't care. Date all of them. You can. Just go go ahead. But mm-hmm. I think husband, because there's vows, there's matrimony, and sometimes there's kids. So there's an extra layer there that you have to deal with. But if it's boyfriends, I don't care. You can go ahead and date all of them. Child, bye. Wait, wait, wait. But, oh, Mary, what you're saying is if you're friends with someone and they date your ex, would you still be friends with them? Because one of your traits for friendship was trustworthy. So would you still trust that person? I, I would. And that's what I'm saying. I would. But it all depends, like, what time of my period or what time of life you would be st- that you in. Like, if let's say, you know, I was in, let's say I was, like, in grade 10 or grade 12 and I dated somebody. And it's, like, 20-something years later. This is a whole different hour, Mary. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And you're like, okay, now Anna meets you know, modu, whatever. And it's like dating this modu guy. I'm like, oh, good, because it's a different time. It's a different era. I'm not talking like immediately Mm -hmm. I leave and you come in. Okay, now, like that's so, like it just depends. That's what I mean. Like it could be like an ex because you guys were kids or maybe you were in college in freshman year. And 10 years from, you know, you guys meet in Jamaica and you hit it off and you keep, I mean, that's, I'm okay with those type of things. Not no. just immediately. I think it just depends on circumstances. Anna got Okay, what about I, you? I am in the same lines. For me, though, again, like my, my friend, you all, this is probably why I've never really had a best friend. I am very hard when it comes to friendship codes. Like, I am a hardliner. Like, when I'm in, mm-hmm. I'm all in. Like, I would never mess with your man. I would not mess with your ex. I would not mess with your sister's ex. Like, I am hard like that. And because I am tough on those lines, I want the same thing reciprocated to me. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I might, and that's okay. I might not have many friends. I am okay with the few I got. At least I know they... I'm not worried like that. You know what I mean? So I lose, I might lose a few friends here and there because they don't meet my standard of, of friendship, but I'm not lowering that standard to have more friends. I don't need more friends. What Mm -hmm. I need is a handful or one, two, three friends that I know these are my, you know, they're my tribe, they're my village and they're my ride, ride, you know, ride or die kind of chicks. And so for me, the code would be, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't date, 
I wouldn't date my friend's ex. You know, I, I wouldn't. And, and you don't expect oh, your I, friends not to that date I don't your expect either. My friends better not. Amen, girl. Better <laughs> not go with my ex, girl. Let me sip on my tea. Look, Nuffy, you might you might ride or die. That's that's who am I calling? Like you got this Jersey feel, right? Um, let me call. I have my girlfriend Nuffy. Nuffy will be right here. Like you know, she got me. She got my back. I completely agree. You know, with, with that, I think too where we are in life. I can understand. I mean, like you know, if I take my my best friend right now, for example, her husband. You know, they've married, they have kids, but used to date my sister when they were kids, when they were like in, in what, form three? What is that? Like grade nine? Yeah. You know what I mean? So then you're like, why worry? Like that was a whole different time. It was a whole different matter. Right. Teenage love. You know what I mean? So that's what I mean by that. Like, I don't right. think those, those things have so much mm-hmm. like, you know, because they were puppy love or whatever. But now at this age, like, let's say we in our 40s, whether you're married or not, and then somebody comes in, you guys are friends, and then as soon as you leave, they come in right in, that means they've been eyeing it the entire time. That's how I feel about mm, it. Mm, mm. What about you, Anna? What about you, Anna? What are your, what are your, what do you consider code so, of conduct? So, all right, before we, before we move to the next one, let me just answer that. Yeah, um, I'm sure it's going to come no surprise to you guys that I feel like if you date someone or you marry someone and you're no longer together, you have no claims on that person. So whoever they end up with is who they end up with. And my attitude about it is if you end up with my friend, then, you know, I wish you all the best. Like, hope y'all have a better go at it than we did. And that's it. Like, I'm, I'm not mad at nobody. Like, is it awkward in the beginning? Probably it would be if you, if mm-hmm. the feelings are still fresh, but um, I just feel like uh, it's just mm-hmm. let people live their lives and, and figure out what works for them. And like, you know, allow them the space to also have experiences <laughs> and learn on their <laughs> own. Cause hey, you know, I just feel like I'm getting I'm, a cold right now. That, that's like, my, that's, okay. 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 Before you <laughs> listen, you can have your experiences. It just you don't know? gotta be with my man. <laughs> it's not your man no more, though. Yeah. Anna, 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 the space is that's my small. new thing for you. Alice in Wonderland. Okay. <laughs> Anna in Wonderland. That's it. Anna in Wonderland. Anna, Anna in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. So the next one is exactly. So the next one for girl code. This one um is. If you saw your friend's boyfriend or husband mm-hmm. cheating on them, would you have to I tell would. your friend? Mm-hmm. Let me hear nothing first. Actually, I, I this is the thing. It depends. I would say it depends. Number one, it depends on the relationship I have with my friend. And number two, because sometimes when you do tell a friend that their husband may not be faithful to them, it backfires on you and your friendship, right? And so they may say that you're lying or they may, you know, um, accuse you of trying to break up their marriage. So it depends on the kind of friendship that I have with them. If it's a really close friend of mine, yes, I will say something. I will start out. Okay, Nafi, let me me change it. Um, So it's your best Mm -hmm. friend. It's your best friend 
would you tell your best friend that you saw their man or their husband Absolutely. cheating? Absolutely. I no would. doubt for me too. Absolutely. I mean, I expect it. No, so I, I would, would also expect that my, you know, my best friend, because imagine right. hiding something like that. Right. Like you, can, mm-hmm. I mean, I know myself, I won't be mm-hmm. sleeping. I'd be thinking about the devastation, the no. kids, all that. I think you just, you just got to break it down slowly. Mm-hmm. Like this is what's going on. I mean, you gotta, you know, for sure, for sure. You have right. to be sure because you can't bring, information like that until like unless you have like you know real proof it's not here if it's hearsay i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say anything until there's proof to say okay this is really what's happening because you don't want to go in and be a homewrecker Mm -hmm. when you're not even sure i mean people are just Mm -hmm. awful like that but if it Mm -hmm. is then yeah you just gotta break it down Mm -hmm. like this is what's going on and just be there for your friend as much as you can because those type of things you can't you know i don't think you should hide them for sure not what I would try to do first, like if I were to see my best friend's husband out on a date with another woman, I will try to make sure Absolutely. that he sees me. Absolutely. I see mm-hmm. him. And then him and I mm-hmm. are going to have a conversation. I'm going to let you know, I'm going to give you a day or so to talk to your wife about it before I do. That's what I'm going to tell you, because I want you to know that I am going to tell them. So there's no hiding about that. If I, but I would give you grace, like Anna called this. I'll give him the grace of, of saying oh, it to Nancy, her. I just love you, girl. Right? Look, I can hang. <laughs> I'll give you the grace of saying, I'll let you tell her first. But if you don't tell her in two days, I will call and tell her. But I'll give you time to do that. So I would do that. But if it's information brought to me that says, Oh, you know, um, your best friend's husband is cheating. Those are things that you want to make sure you have proof before you do. Because accusing somebody of cheating, that can ruin a family. And so I don't take that lightly. So, yeah, that would be my answer. But I'm curious to know what Anna's answer would be. Anna, what would you do? So my answer would be my best friend for sure. If I saw my best friend's spouse That's cheating, what I, was I would say. be you gotta I'll be first. I'll be taking pictures. Like, yeah. oh, this what you're doing? I will pull right. out my yeah. phone and I will start taking pictures. Yeah. And I will. I might even do a video. Right. Listen, you're not. Go- you're not gonna be able to deny this right here. Outside of my best friend, right. I will not tell. Not a sister. Not a cousin, not a colleague, (laughs) family members. Mm -hmm. If I see your husband putting his penis in another vagina, Mm -hmm. I'm going to walk the other way and and pray for you and pray, God, please let this message get to the person it needs to get to as soon as it does. Mm. But I will not deliver that because I've learned that the hard way. Yes, I feel like when it comes to family, that's one of it, it just doesn't work. I was gonna but, ask you, you know, guys like, that. Like if it was like your yes. friend's spouse, like like for example, right? If you all went over mm-hmm. to your friend's house and mm-hmm. have dinner and then your friend's spouse, you know, um like tried to get with you or came in, came on you, would you say mm-hmm. it came on to you? Would you no, you? I wouldn't say anything. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. You wouldn't? No. And, I, and I'm sure it's happened to all of us. It's happened to all of us where you go somewhere with a friend and then you show up and then the, the boyfriend now mm-hmm. or the husband is like, dang, that's your friend? And 
throughout mm-hmm. the night they're mm-hmm. throwing you looks they're, 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 listen just mm-hmm. leave it right there yeah because I mean, and then they'll be like you just jealous are you you know yeah because it i mean it right. does, I mean, and, and i think it just depends on the relationship you have with your friend as well um so mm-hmm. i think you know that's mm-hmm. just what it is like if you guys are just like casually dating i would say it but if it's somebody mm-hmm. well actually if it's somebody serious this one you really need to say something i don't know that the, i don't know to be honest i think i, I don't know well you know i'll tell you a funny story a guy that, what, my ex, mm-hmm. a guy that I was dating, um, you know, we all hung out with some of my friends. And so, you know, had a great time. Um, and so we, we all left, you know, to go to our respective places. So my ex, the guy I was dating at the time, he gave a ride to one of my friends to take her home because she was a little drunk. So although I don't drink, but she was. And so he gave her a ride home. And so interestingly, the next morning, I got a text from my friend telling me that I don't know how to say this, but like your boyfriend was trying to come on to me yesterday when Mm -hmm. he was giving me a ride home. So when she said that, um, I was like, oh, really? Wow. I'm shocked Mm because I thought I know this guy, right? Like, that's not a thing. He's a decent guy. So I, I, what I did was I, I called, Mm -hmm. I called him and I said to him, Hey, quick question. Did anything happen yesterday when you took, oh shoot. I almost said my friend's name Mm -hmm. on the podcast. (laughs) I don't want to put on but you asked him I said did anything happen when you took her home and uh he was like oh god yes he's like I don't know where you got this friend from like she was all over me so he said she was over him right but he said I didn't want to say anything to you because that's your friend I didn't want it to be awkward so I didn't say anything I don't know if maybe she was rushing to tell me because she thought he would have already told me something so she turned it around and said he was trying to get with her. Never, neither, you know, never, nevertheless, neither of them are in my life anymore. Yeah. Let's just say he's not with me yeah. and she's not my friend. But things like that could happen where yeah. it's a bit shady. You know what I mean? And so I don't know. I don't know. But in general, if I were to see my friend's husband, if they came on to me, that's a very uncomfortable situation where. I wouldn't want to tell my friend because then she's going to be in a position where she's going to have to choose what mm-hmm. to do, you know? And, oh, I just try to avoid that interaction. I would try to not interact with him as much, or I would actually speak mm-hmm. to the man, you know, like privately. I would, I would say something to him privately. Like, listen, um, mm-hmm. I feel a bit uncomfortable with like, what you're doing so I just I didn't want to make a big deal out of it because of my friend but I just wanted to br- bring that up to you I would really yeah, say that's that a, that's a tough one and then keep it mm-hmm. you know so, I think, yeah what about Anna's kind of quiet over there thinking well I just, I just feel like you know when it comes to um, a friend's significant other whether it's husband or boyfriend coming on to you I think with a friend you just try to manage it like 
you know, and then, or, and if he's not getting your subtle cues of back off, then you have to yeah. like verbally make sure you're clear in communicating. Mm-hmm. Listen, this is my friend. Mm-hmm. You're making me uncomfortable. And I don't want you to put me in a position where I have to tell her that you're coming on to Ooh. me. So I suggest you stop. You know, so I think sometimes yeah. you just have to be very clear. And of course, then what happens is he might be scared. You're going to tell the friend anyway and run and tell the friend your friend was coming on to me. So those are just childish mm-hmm. things that we mm-hmm. have to manage as, as adults. But I, I think um, where I would like to go with this now is to discuss toxic friends, because especially in the context mm-hmm. of and don't at me, anybody, the Gambian community. We have a lot of fake friends and a lot of toxic friendships. And sometimes these toxic friendships are a group, like literally groups of people. It will be five, seven, ten, and they all swear they grew up together from when they were two and their mothers were friends. But it, within the group, you have cliques. Within those cliques, there'll be at least two that become best friends. And then they talk mm-hmm. about the other. So there's a lot of toxic friendship. And I think we should highlight some of the, the, the toxic friendship traits that surface so that you can know whether your friendship mm-hmm. with someone is genuine or not. The first one is when your friend regularly demeans you, tries mm-hmm. to make you feel miserable, or is always putting you down. You know that friend that yeah. always has a joke, mm-hmm. but somehow mm-hmm. you're always the butt of the joke? Mm-hmm. That, that's mm-hmm. the that's not a, that's not a true mm-hmm. friend, my, my sister. There, there's some issues there. Also, our Mary, I know you're going to relate to this because when we all started our podcast, the first thing you said, you said, mm-hmm. I'm very skeptical of voice notes and sending pictures. The reason why I'm saying this is because they say, if you have a friend and you talk to them about something in private, whether it's a vote note, voice note or you send them a picture, and in a couple mm. of seconds, your entire mm. social circle mm. knows the details. Mm. That's, not, that's not your friend. Mm. That is not your friend. Because they're putting something mm-hmm. you're bringing to them in confidence and they're sharing it with other people. Also, a friend mm. that makes you feel nervous all the time. Right. So no one is entirely predictable. We know that. But it's reasonable to expect someone you trust to mostly express their emotions in a mm-hmm. safe and healthy way. But when you're nervous about a friendship mm-hmm. because that person is always lashing out at you, you want to you wanna revisit that friendship because now you are their punching mm-hmm. bag. So there's mm-hmm. these one-sided friendships where your friend is always coming to you and they always have a problem and they're always lashing out at you. It shouldn't be like that. It should, there should be a safe mm-hmm. and healthy way for you guys to communicate. So if you're, if you're dealing with something like that in your friendships, you might want to, you know, you might want to consider having a conversation or just revisit that friendship and see if it's something you want to keep investing mm-hmm. your energy and time into. Here's another one. When your friend is always comparing you to mm-hmm. other people, but to say how mm-hmm. those people are better than you. Plenty. Have y'all ever had friends who are always comparing? Like, I mean, right. <laughs> like, oh, Mary, I know you think you're great, but Look, I mean, let me did you, you see Dr. Nafido? Um, and it, this was see? like maybe three, four days ago. Oh, man. 
this is how the conversation went like there's there's another person in the room they're like oh man i don't know how you're doing all this great work you're doing so much good work like um you know traveling and empowering all these women i don't know how you do it with a family and all these things i'm like oh you're so sweet but you know it's not for everyone this is just my life this is what i've you know i chose to do and then the other one comes out of there and says but it's so easy what she does is so easy I was gonna say, bitch, I wanna see you do it. Like, you know, but I said, okay, yeah, okay, all right, that's that's where we are. Okay, okay, all right. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you're right. That's exactly what it is. Wow. Instead of like, yeah. you know what? So giving your props yeah. or don't say anything yeah. if you don't feel like it. I mean, just don't say it because I, I'd rather you not say anything. But that mm-hmm. like putting putting trying to put mm-hmm. me down. Okay. Well, all right, that's it. That's it. You know, so I think mm-hmm. you you um, get to a stage in life where you know you know those people, and I always say it's the energy. My friendships with people, I gotta have like mm-hmm. I gotta be myself. I'm to a point where I don't want to be mm-hmm. uncomfortable around you. If I'm going to be uncomfortable around you, I avoid you at any cost. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go on vacations mm-hmm. with you. I don't want to, you know, I'll do like, hey, checking on you. Okay, here. But that's where we stop. I don't I don't want that because I have people in my life. I'm very fortunate to have people in my life. Like I know I don't talk with, you know, talk to them every day, but I can talk. I can wait for six months, pick them up and I can talk for an hour, two hours and have a great conversation and I can be myself. Right. Yeah. And so those are the people I'd rather be around. But if I have to tiptoe, walk on eggshells, tell you this or constantly compliment you, you know, to just tell you how pretty you look all the time so you can feel good about yourself. But then everybody else is trash. No, I'm too old for that now. Like, I just don't have the time. Those are the types of friendships that are very draining. And they absorb so much energy out of you. Right? Like, like if a friend is calling you on the phone and you look at it and you're like, oh, God, Mm -hmm. not her. Like those yep. are signs. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Somebody's calling you. Like so usually mm-hmm. for me, when I see my friends calling, like it p- puts a right. smile on my face. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to talk mm-hmm. to the person, right? And uh, if I'm not able to talk to you, like if I'm busy, I'll at least, you know, I'll text you, say, hey, I, I, you know, pretty busy right now. Talk to you later. But like if I am always like, oh, God, not her. Like you get a little sensation in the pit mm-hmm. of your stomach when somebody mm-hmm. calls you. Yeah, no, that's not a friend. I completely agree. That's, that's, that's just not- like, you know, okay. Especially if you like kind of grew up together or you've been friends since you were kids, then you're yeah. like, okay, she's like a sister or, you know, how family, let's just say she's like a cousin. Because, you know, you have cousins, you're like, mm-hmm. oh boy, there she is again. But you can't run away from mm-hmm. them because they're like family now. But you don't want to have their energy. <laughs> I have that. Like, you don't want that energy around mm-hmm. you. My peace, I protect my peace mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. much now. I don't want anybody mm-hmm. in my life that's just going to give me a headache. I don't even entertain it. I don't want to be around it. I don't want the drama. I'd rather mm-hmm. be alone, watch my TV, do my work, be around my family and the friends that I know. You know what? I can have a good time with. Like right now, my energy, I protected so much. My space, whatever, my vibe, my mm-hmm. all of it. Like it's just, it's very important. So why put myself in uncomfortable situations? I mean, it's so bad that even when I open Facebook, and I see people like going back and forth and bitching and complain. I just turn it off. I'm like, ah, eh. 
Like, this is just, like, it takes my energy away from me. I don't have that much left. So why, why you know, put, put that invested into that? Mm-hmm. So it goes the same thing into friendships now. Like, I started, obviously, in, in high school. I'm, you know, like Anna said, that click with all these friends. And then it, you know, became smaller. And then we add another people. Like, we're all good friends. Like, we'll have a good time. But at the end, we don't have to talk every day. And I got to protect my energy and my, and my sanity. Mm-hmm. And so I mm-hmm. like, if you're there for me, I'm there for, for you. Like at this point in my life, that's just how it is. Right. You know, yeah, you, you're there for me. I'm there for you, but you can't be one-sided mm-hmm. friend where being constantly running and giving and giving and giving and giving. And then when you have your things or, you know, somebody to just say, you know, Hey, are you okay? Nobody like nowhere. Like you don't find a friend. Like, it's just not, that's just not friendships. And so I think you go through lots of things in life to realize that, you know what, this is, this is who, who my tribe is, this little piece of, you know, three, four friends, whatever it is, or one friend, this is it. Like, I got it going on. And then I have my good friends to go on vacation and have a good time. But why put yourself in anything that's going to make, you know, suck your energy and, and, and make you feel uncomfortable. Like, I don't understand why anybody right now in this age, especially not me in my forties that wants to do that. Right. So my next question is why do friends expose each other's secrets when the friendship falls apart? Anna, you go ahead first. Mm. Ooh. So I think, um, that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so heartbreaking looking at it from the outside um, because you see, mm-hmm. and mostly it's people who've been together, you know, for their lifetime, like, you know, 10 years, 20 years, mm-hmm. you know, decades of friendship. But I think it comes from a place of hurt. I think people who do that, they're, the, the feelings are so raw that they want to feel, make themselves feel better. So then they feel like divulging all the secrets you've ever shared from when you were, you know, children or all, all the mm-hmm. hurt that that person has confided in you, all the traumatic experiences that they felt like they can only share with you. And even if they've healed from it, you mm-hmm. want to dig it back up because you want to hurt them because mm-hmm. hurt people hurt mm-hmm. people. I, I think want- it's just that simple. Um, so, I I mean, I would, I would, I would definitely agree with Anna on this one too, um, that, I mean, first of all, I don't know why anybody would, but I think it would also go to a point where maybe I don't think you guys were ever friends, like really good friends, because if you're friends, like I think about my, my best friend right now, and I'm just like, let's say this situation was like happening where, you know, like it wouldn't happen because I know the type of person that she is no matter what. There's so much love there that I can't imagine. Like, can you imagine Boba doing that to you? You know what I mean? Mm, like you can't yeah. see it. Right. You know what I mean? Because there's so much love there. That's why Never. when those things, you really think about it. When those things happen, those friendships, to be honest, were fake from the onset. They were so fake. There was always like you go home and you're like, key mom, key mom this there was always that key mom but when I think about my best mm-hmm. friend right now there's no bone in mm-hmm. me that will say you know I'm jealous I feel this way or I feel that but nothing but love for her 
And even if I'm pissed and I may vent to another friend, it might just be out of venting, like something just to vent, but never like maliciously to say, oh, I can't stand. Oh, she's not doing this. Oh, she's not doing that. Because I know the love that I have for her. Like I can't, you know, picture that thing happen because it's real. Mm -hmm. It's just real things. So when those things happen, and I've seen it obviously now with social media, everybody's dirty, you know, airing you. You did this. And remember when you did that? I'm like, oh boy. But I honestly think if when you sit down and really analyze that, how are you recording these things and memorizing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, how are you keeping track of all these things? It's like you were, you, you've been craving and like documenting things. Like, ah, you see what I'm saying? Like, you're documenting these things. Key, one day, dinner. That's true. Because I'm just thinking, like, I don't even remember, like, certain details okay. with my best, best friend's life to say, okay, for me to even go there to report, to report it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, those things are heavy. Exactly. So you must have been taking notes all along. Yeah. This one, or, or you've been judging her the entire time and not being mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. You, you've not been being a true mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. Man, that's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, because... I'm putting those, I'm just thinking, I have a best friend. She's a girl. We've been friends. I mean, we've not been best friends since I was nine, but I've known her since I was nine years old. We became best friends, you know, after high school, like during my college years. So obviously I'm like, I know this girl, but I would never go like, I can't even remember what happened at the age of nine. And, okay. and you remember, <laughs> you know, we played and your, your drawers was dirty. Like, who does that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, who does that? Remember when you did this and you like you've been taking right. She draws. I'm just saying, like you know, because that's just what it is. You're literally airing everything out, and you you would be like, so you remember when you did that? So and then I'll be like, so you mean to tell me you've been documenting these things? Like you remember that deep? Wow. Like that is some. Wow, hunger. Hunger right now. Right? So that's what I'm saying. Because it, pretty much, I'm just like, that's the only thing that's left. When I see these things that happen on Facebook, I'm like, ah, and they were friends? Oh, oh, really? Or oh, this? Like, that's, you know, and then all these people are like mature. I'm like, ah, cha, cha, cha. like, seriously, it's just dirty. And I can't respect anybody like that. That would air. It doesn't matter. No matter whatever that person does. Like, I know, first of all, I don't think, my, I don't, I know my best will never do that. But even if she was, I will never entertain that because I'm like, you know what? Mm-mm. This is just, it's just, it, it says a lot about that person. It does. It really more does. than it would say about me. Everything you've dirtied, aired, mm-hmm. aired and all that. I think it, it, there's worse things that you would look at that person and be like, did you just do that? Yeah. Did you just do like, really do that? And you guys are best friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So again, it just goes to the point where you've never been best friends. You were never best friends. Wow. I mean, that's, that's, that's an interesting insight, actually, because I I did recently, not recently, but like, maybe over a year or a year and a half or something, I saw on something online, you know, a video that was very devastating, you know, of like, a friend or an ex friend who was just, you know, um, talking about a, a girl who used to be her best friend, and sharing some really intimate details of that best friends past and and all of that and my mm-hmm. heart just sank i mean i honestly i don't know them but i i i could not sleep that night because it was mm-hmm. so heavy 
about all the things that this woman had put out in the universe about her ex-best friend who apparently mm -hmm. who apparently hurt her so much and like Anna said I agree with both of you guys that hurt people hurt people and mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. because she was hurting so much she wanted mm -hmm. to also inflict pain on the person who right. hurt and the only way she thinks she could do that is by airing out all of her secrets for the world to see you know by saying mm -hmm. The way that I am hurting, you know, I'm going to also hurt you the same thing. So he, she was, there's a little bit of vindictiveness that caused her to do, mm -hmm. trying to make the other person also feel as bad as mm -hmm. you are mm -hmm. feeling right now. Right. And so it's, I can't even ever imagining having to do that to my best friend. I, actually not mm -hmm. my friend, much less my best friend. Exactly. You know I mean, like, I if mm -hmm. I know something about somebody that I that's an acquaintance, I would never even put it out in the universe like that for people to hear. Right. Much less mm -hmm. that I consider almost my sister. Like, they're my best friend, so they're close to family. If anything, right? I consider my best friend's family, right? And mm -hmm. and so I was just so saddened to see something like that and it is a trend because I have seen people do that on Facebook like especially in our community where mm -hmm. that it's okay that after your friendship ends with somebody you've known for a lifetime that you get on social media and put like disparaging things about them and say so many nasty things about that person what that does for me it is it tells me more about your character than the person you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And it, mm -hmm. no, that's what that shows me. When I look at that, I'm thinking more about, wow, this definitely mm -hmm. means your mom dumala musawahdara about myself. That's what I hey, hey. when I look at you. And so, right. and it's just sad to see that people do that. And I hope that in friendships, even if it ends, like for example, the girl that I told you that she and I are no longer friends. The one who married my ex, uh, my, my, um, my, my cousin's husband. I mean, mm -hmm. no matter what kind of, you know, stuff transpired, I would never go sit somewhere and talk mm -hmm. you know, about her personal secrets and say it out to mm -hmm. people. Like you don't do that. That's just being a decent human being. You don't do that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know. Like, I, when I see people do stuff like that, I, and, and then you have friends, again, like you were saying, toxic friends where sometimes there's jealousy. You have one thing, they want to go buy the same thing. You have this, you know, they want to go get that. Like, I don't consider that a healthy friendship. Do you know what I mean? Like, your friends are not supposed to be jealous. Like, I have no jealous bone in my body for my friends. When I mm -hmm. see something, I text it to my friends. Hey, you should get that too, you know? Like, that's how we are. It's not that, oh, mm -hmm. you got a house? Well, let me get two houses. Well, you got a car? <laughs> let me go buy a second car. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. like, there, right. There, are there are friendships out there that are like that. But I think yeah. um, we should wrap it up, but uh, throw a positive spin to it because... There are mm -hmm, healthy mm -hmm. friendships out there and friendships can be a beautiful thing. And I remember my daughter telling me that she didn't realize mm -hmm. that my best friend wasn't my sister until she was like much older. So she was, and she had to ask me, wait, so you mean 
Auntie Bobo's not your real sister? I was like, no, Auntie Bobo's my best friend. But there are beautiful friendships out there. And I think we should celebrate that. And I think maybe we can wrap it up by everybody um, sharing. What do you do with your best friend? That is the positive thing that maybe somebody else can pick up. What I do, I think, I mean, at the end of the day, here's the thing, right? Um, at least when you become this age in life, you've gone through lots of ups and downs and lots, you know, you've had lots of friends in high school and primary school and all these things. You've gone through college, you have the seasonal friends, obviously, you know, from all walks of life. So everybody goes back. And then you have the lifetime friendships, like, you know, the ones that, that I end up having where it's like family now. And to this point, it's family because I look at my dad and his best friends, I call them uncle and the kids are like my cousins. Mm-hmm. But really, if you look at it, there's no blood, right? Mm-hmm. Um, blood relation. But I think what, what really is um, the, the definition of true friendship is love. Mm-hmm. Where there's love, there's no hate. Where there's enough love, there's not going to be hate. You think about it. Do you, ha- do you ever hate your children? Do you ever hate your sisters? Mm. You don't. You really don't. No matter what. You could be mad at them, but you never hate them. Because hate is a very heavy word. Mm-hmm. So when you think about like the friendships that mm-hmm. I have, especially the really good people in my life, I, there's, when there's so much love, there's nothing I wouldn't do for them. Nothing. If I have it in me, I'll do it. And there's good people that will come into your life now at this point Mm -hmm. in life. And I've had marvelous, very exceptional people that have just, you know, probably I've met them maybe a year, two or three years ago. And they're just marvelous. They could really be there for you. And there's nothing but love. And that's okay as well. You just have to figure out what's really works for you and your life and how you put them in that box doesn't mean that every time you come in you got to open your heart your mouth and all of that let me tell you this no you got to protect your space and your energy and everything you do and have those really good people and really take care of them and it should be you know um, reciprocated in the sense that if your friends are there for you you also do that because friendship should not only be a one-way it's exhausting um, so that will be like you know my last points that I just want to throw out there take care of your friends and you know make sure that they're like your family don't think that because you don't share blood mm-hmm. oh that's one because like I said my best friend my family treasures her my sister loves her I consider her like my sister there's nothing I wouldn't do for her if I can do it you know what I mean oh, so and I'm sure you know you said the same thing Anna yeah I would definitely hit on some great points on Beautiful. that but what are some of the things that I do with my best friend? I mean, like to, to kind of help with the relationship or cultivate it is that I am her biggest cheerleader, you know, like I, I make sure she understands that like whatever she wants to do or is interested in, like I am right there with her. Right. And I, 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 I make it a point to make sure that I raise her up you know, like uh, just, just emotionally, you know, and, and for me, what's important in the realm of friendship is that you have quality friends as opposed to quantity of friends, Mm -hmm. right? So you might have 10 friends, they're not the best, right? Or you might have one, like in the case of Anna, who has one friend, no shade, (laughs) you know? Allison Anna Land. Is a quality friend. Right. And for me, the takeaway is just that 
you know, I just prefer uh, quality over over quantity, uh, and that for for a relationship mm-hmm. to be um, just so just just you know to have mutual love and mutual affection for each other, right? That's what friendship is all about. Like to have, you know, the respect and the love for each other. And, uh, and yeah, that's, 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 mm-hmm. that's, the, that's the takeaway for me, you know? Um, yeah, I'll let you uh, take it away, Homana. So I want to share what my best friend and I do um, my best friend and I do every single day, what we do is we call each other and we speak success and love into each other's lives. We do it every single day. And it's so amazing because we also have best friend goals that we write down together and we'll go through it later on and we'll see all that we wrote down on our piece of paper that we've manifested. We will say received with thanks. So little things might be maybe taking a vacation together. Little things might be maybe um, investing in something together. Little things might be maybe um, purchasing something big together. And we write down our goals and then maybe six months, a year later, we'll go back and take a look at it and see that we were able to achieve these things. So I feel like we Mm -hmm. have to speak success into each other's lives, especially those people that we hold close and dear and and also let them understand that we love them unconditionally. There's nothing my best friend would ever do that would make me not be her best friend anymore. We, we allow that space where it's like, she knows that that day that she kills that nigga, I'm the first person she's going to call. And she'll be like, just get the shovel, get the glove and, and get the acid. I'll explain later. Like, That's right. <laughs> we're, we're about to go get rid of this body. And I'll be like, okay, get my shovel and my acid and my gloves and we're going to do what we got to do Then we could talk about it later. You know, so I think it's such a beautiful thing. So for people mm-hmm. out there, especially younger people who have friends and they're trying to navigate those relationships, just make sure that the people mm-hmm. you're actually calling your friends and your best friends mm-hmm. are people who love you, who reciprocate, mm-hmm. like our Mary said. Don't be in these one-sided friendships. Mm-hmm. If you know that, the, the like Dr. Nafi said, the person is jealous of you, that's a toxic friendship. It's not a healthy friendship. So learn to love each other. Learn to, you know, learn from each other. Also be real and honest with each right. other. But at the end of the day, ah, oh, Mary, you couldn't have put it that's better. Same. Where there's love, there's no hate. Well, really till well, next time, you. guys. This was a great episode.